What is up, dudes? It is your excellent friend, The Brand, here. Pro Wrestling Planet and Vito from Vito TV, my good buddy. What is up, dude? How's it going? What is up? Going pretty good. We're, it's Wednesday night. We're living the high life. We're Yeah, we're doing a yeah. show here. It is Wednesday night, <laughs> uh, May 4th, 2022. And yeah. uh, we just watched. You know what that means. <laughs> we just watched AEW Dynamite. So it was it was a fun it was an experience I will say. The but thing about dynamite is in the background. It was just something. Thing about flickering. dynamite is uh, Tony Khan pushes pushes a lot of content into a two hour show. You could say that. You could say that things definitely at times kind of feel a little bit crammed. That's for sure. I, I wouldn't say crammed. I say a lot of content. I a love lot of it. content. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you don't think it's too much, but you think it's it's just enough then. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah, no, I mean, I can't say that uh I can't say that it felt crammed to me. Everything kind of felt like it had uh, the right time to me. You know, that I can't really think of a match or a segment and say, oh, well, that, you know, that went too short or whatever. Everything, you know, timing seemed good. Uh, now, this show starts off, right, with Bobby Fish, Jeff Hardy. Right? Yeah. Yeah, Adam Cole doing commentary. Um, yeah. I mean, what did you think of this one? I'll, I'll the, delegate to you to, to start off with here. So so I did take notes, of course. Uh, I told you before, this is uh, uh, our first go-around for this AEW uh, review, with me yes. anyway. Right. No, yeah, so, I did uh, a solo one last week and threw it on the show. Yeah. But, yes, definitely... Yeah. No, yeah, we're, so, we're just going to talk about it, man. So, yeah, I mean, just just, yeah. just general thoughts about this match. Um, yeah, so I told you I would take notes, and one of the notes, one of the first notes I took was Dragon Screw Party. Okay. Right. It, <laughs> it seemed like to all me right. that they were throwing a lot of dragon screws all over the place. Okay. I felt like... Isn't that Fish's thing? I think yeah, it's his thing. yeah, I just love it. I yeah. just love it. it. It was fun. It was that was a fun match. It's a good way. It's a good spot. Anytime you can accentuate uh, a certain move and just do it a bunch. I mean, yeah, that works on any level. I mean, Brock does yeah. that. I mean, that's the whole idea behind the uh, like the three amigos. And stuff like that, you know, you do yeah. it the three times or, or more or whatever. And just any time that uh, you can, like, over-accentuate a cool move, I don't think that's a bad thing. No. I wanted to ask you this, Vito. Uh, as I'm watching this match, dude, what what are your opinions on what AEW has done with, with Jeff so far? And just kind of the Hardys in general? Like, do you think that they've done, like, you know what I mean? Because I've, I've read a lot of stuff about, like, people kind of starting to complain about how they've used Jeff and 
I mean, well, is, is that your perception? I, I, I've heard the the uh, as Jr. would put it, the dirt, the grumblings, the dirt. Uh, I they he just got here, you know. True. Tonight was his first his first uh, solo match, and you know, you know he got the dub, you know. So, uh, and they're building this, uh, Hardy Young Buck, uh, thing, I guess this, uh, package that we're going to see unraveled soon. Probably. I don't know. Do you watch BTE? I, I will catch it like every few weeks and like watch a few of them and just kind of scan through them. You know? So I think that I think what they're doing with Jeff and Matt is is right on. I think I think Tony's a smart man. I I think the being uh, the being the elites, uh, you know, the vlogs or whatever. I think they're super entertaining. There's a lot. There's like half of it though that just like annoys the piss out of me. Oh know? yeah, all the you know all the stuff with all the jabronis. You know, it's like I really don't care. Yeah. I really don't care what Peter Avalon is doing or like, you know, even like, you know, whoever, all the other like random like dudes on there, like Ryan Nemeth, the Ryan (laughs) Nemeth segments. They're kind of funny. I think those are actually kind of funny, but like, I don't know, man, they need to trim the fat out of those, out of those BTE segments. Yeah. I understand they're trying to give, you know, their friends, uh, rub, you yeah. know, which is, so, I understand that, but it's like, it's every episode and it's like annoying, but the Hardy, the Hardy segments on there are really good. So oh, for sure. Uh, so, I like what they did this last week with the whole, you know, when they, when they went back to being the normal young bucks yeah. or whatever, I did see that. That was funny. So, so I think all around the Hardys are getting a pretty good look here, treatment. bro. I'm going to, I'm going to drop a I'm going to drop a bombshell. I'm going to drop a hot take. Hot take. I love Jeff Hardy, dude, but he just looked so old and slow here. Yeah. Did he not like yeah. I love him and I believe, I'm not trying, you know what I mean? I'm not trying to drag his name through the mud, but it really was like I was like, "Oh my god, dude." And it's one of those things it's not his fault, but like his style Dude, there comes a certain point where you can't like pull off that stuff. So he's got to he's got to change it. He's got to do something. He yeah, can't be I think to uh, be, you know twenty year old Jeff Hardy anymore. I think uh, that's why they do better as a tag team because sure. that gives Jeff a rest, right? And he yeah. can just do like the quick like uh, you know he he can be Ricky Morton and. You know, Matt can be Robert Gibson. You know, Matt gets the heat. Jeff gets the hot tag. And, you know, everybody goes home happy. That works great. But you put him in singles here, you start to really notice. Good point, Vito. He's hidden in the tags. And a singles match, dude, like, I don't know anymore. Like, yeah. Yeah. I was kind of thinking that in WWE in past months as well. So, um. But yeah, you know, hopefully they turn that around. But you think they've been used okay? You know, they just started, yeah. right? Yeah, they just got in there. Give, give us some time. Tony's a smart man. I trust Tony Khan. 
Next match. Hey, there's one thing I wanted to say uh, about that first one. Okay, yeah, no. Did go you for see? It. Uh, did you see green smiley shirt guy? In the crowd. Yeah. I did he not. Was, he was. He was in his spot. Green smiley shirt guy. When they went to the outside, uh, Fish and Hardy. When they went outside the fight, he was right there. You know what I'm talking about? The guy who's at every pay per view. Every AEW pay per view, or just every pay per view? He's at every pay per view. I'm going to have he's to pull at up the, a picture of this dude. I don't know. Yeah. Green, green smiley shirt guy. I'm uh, telling you. I don't know who he is. <laughs> Jeff Hardy wins. Young Bucks come out. Um, they have a little stare down. You know, this is another thing. I love the Young Bucks. What the hell was going on with this crowd? Like, this match, like, killed the crowd. Like, the crickets for the whole Young Bucks thing coming out. And I know, like, even if people don't watch the being the elite or whatever and they don't know the, the thing, you would have you think that that would have been a little more exciting to folks. You know what I mean? I, I marked out for it. <laughs> No, I mean, if I was, I'd be like, "Yeah, people, come on, let's do this." Dude, this crowd but was no. just like weird. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was interesting, but um, I don't know. I think uh, I don't think they're into it yet. I think they got to earn it. I guess. I don't know, man. It was weird, and then we got you know the the Blackpool Combat Club. Why do they have to come out all separately? You... And only only Yuta comes out with William Regal. I, I don't know. I don't understand what the deal is with the whole separate uh, entrance. I know why. Because Moxley can't lose his entrance. So the rest of them have to have separate ones too. All right. Well, they can just all come out. To... They can do like a shield <laughs> thing. You know, they all come out from different, you know. Then the then people be like, Shield. You guys are ripping <laughs> off the shield. Yeah. Uh these I love Go ahead. I love William Regal on commentary. Um well, I mean it's a natural position for the guy. You know, so he's got some experience. And it's very yeah. soothing being you know the Englishman that he is. Uh, these guys faced an interesting trio of Butcher, Blade, and Angelico. Angelico. Yeah, the AFO. They're the AFO. I, uh, you know, I I thought I thought he was gone, but I guess it was just Jack Evans that, that didn't yeah. get renewed. Yeah, Jack um, Evans is gone. But he's... He's the hybrid one. But Angelico took the took the loss here. So maybe he's on his way out too. And you know, this was like part of that deal. You know, I don't know. A couple of things I, I put on my thing is Excalibur being the man in the mask. I love I love that. <laughs> Hi JR. Hi Tony. Hello, man in the mask. <laughs> I love that. And uh did you notice how, how good Wheeler Yuta takes a beating? Well, that's why he's there, obviously. Yeah, 
he takes a really good beating. I really like how good he takes a beating. Well, someone's got to do it. You know what I mean? Someone yeah. has to take all the heat. You know, you you know, you just yeah. basically never lay a finger on on uh, Danielson or uh, or Moxley. You know. Yeah. And so. They keep running but, through guys. Where do you think, you know, this is ultimately headed? I mean, eventually they got to face like a competent trio, right? I mean, instead of just squashing guys. Um, I don't know. I'm guessing when Orange Cassidy feels better, they're going to go against those guys. Chuck and Trent and Orange. Yeah, it'd be nice to see uh, see the best friends get back on TV. Yeah. For sure. It seems like they've been missing uh last few weeks. The other thing I was thinking is how is how is it legal that every week all three of those guys are in the ring just doing whatever move they do to the other guys? Every week the ref's like, Oh hey guys, come on come on in. Found these guys. You know, it's just kind of one of those, I don't know, maybe it's like trios rules i guess or something you know i don't know things it's the get 10 kinda, count on the top rope things get kind of crazy <laughs> like that down in the down in the lucha libre you know yeah, so, but yeah um you know bcc goes over here of course yeah uh you right. know why aren't butcher and blade in in the dark order why can't they just like merge them and... i think they're too creepy for the dark order <sighs> dark order is some fun loving guys i guess you know what i mean yeah but like yeah i don't know that's a whole other thing i don't want to get on the on the black order rant tonight um <laughs> So we get a backstage thing, Jungle Boy challenging Ricky Starks for the coveted FTW championship. Uh, I mentioned this last week, Vito. Uh, why is the FTW title there? And I mean, do you do you think it's like important? I mean, do you think they could sack it? I mean, what? Uh, do I think it's important? No. <laughs> right. Do I think they should sack it? I, why, I don't see why they... I mean, it's there. You know, it's something for the mid-card it guys there. to do. It, it's not the 24-7 title. Well, they got so many belts. There's a lot of belts out there now. They got the freaking... Uh, you know, now all the Ring of Honor champions are blending in. and <laughs> Yeah, there are... <laughs> I so didn't think like, about that. Right. There's a lot of belts. So now you have but, like uh, so many, and like the FTW title seems like very unnecessary, at least at this moment. The they just use that for a Taz feud. That's not being used uh well, it's, like it's not all really around. taken taken seriously. No. It's just kind of like there. right now. That's uh, Hobbs and Starker, like, I think the number one contenders for the tag titles, I think. Might have to look that up, but well, I'm pretty right. sure. Well, they're, they're going to they're gonna do a thing where if, uh, I don't know, I guess if Starks wins the match, they get a tag team title match. Or 
that really yeah i honestly didn't hear much of that segment <laughs> okay well no jungle boy that was part of the deal he said you know what we'll give you guys a shot at the tag team belts but first you got to give me a shot at that ftw title was like the little deal that they made so i assuming regardless of what happens in that match they get a tag team title shot which i guess will happen yeah. the week after or maybe that's the pay-per-view tag team title match which would be interesting but you know what i mean i wouldn't think they would put hobbs and and starks in the pay-per-view tag title match but who knows maybe hey well the next segment made me think it could be something else stranger things happen um we get the Wardlow stuff, right? Well, no, there was one tiny segment before that. Yeah, I didn't really. I just I I put down like the bullet points. I didn't really do every, like every backstage thing. So what happened? I well, forgot. It it was swerving Keith Lee saying something oh, about yeah, how yeah, yeah. with Hobbs and Stark. So okay, I don't know. There could be like a three team. So that could be cooking up a three team match for the for double or nothing. See the match. Know. The match would get way better if he had them in there. I I one hundred percent agree on that. Um, yeah. So the Swerve and Keith Lee tag team is money, bro. Yeah, I think it's I money. I agree there. I agree I, there. I saw them do some cool spots, and I was like, you know what? They could really do something with this team. Uh -huh. Um. So yeah, I'm all for it. You you throw them in the mix. That's that's good stuff. I didn't even think of that. Um, yeah, bro. So we get Wardlow coming out and we get MJF bringing out William Morrissey, uh, big for, cast. former big cast, man. <laughs> uh, the crowd, uh, didn't really, you know, and this is the thing. I don't know if they just didn't have this crowd mic'd up good or what, but they treated this like a fart in church as well. I've, I don't know. I, they were really over for Wardlow in the beginning. Yeah, and, uh, they were doing the Wardlow chant. Then Cass came out, or Morrissey came out, and everyone was kind of confused. Everyone was like, Morrissey, oh, wait a minute. And then I think, like, you know, a couple minutes into the match, they realized it was big Cass, because then they started, they started trolling him with the Enzo chants. Yeah, we want Enzo, no, we don't. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I would be on oh, the, man. Which, which side would you be on? The I want Enzo no, crowd? We, the no, we no, don't? No, we don't. No, we don't. You got to have Enzo, bro. No. And Cass no. will just be forever, you know, that. and this was kind of disappointing uh, to me from, I mean, from Morrissey's perspective. I was really hoping that he wouldn't get this kind of heat from the AEW crowd, but he did, so... I don't He's know. He's a full-time impact star. Right. But still, I yeah. mean, if they wanted to bring him in, I mean, this just shows them that that's even how their audience like still sees him, you know? So maybe it's it's one of those things where I'd ask myself, has it not been long enough or will it ever be long enough to where he's not associated with that on like a major level? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's yeah, you can never get you can never rub off the stink of Enzo. 
Bro, Enzo, I mean, he was terrible in the ring, but he was great promo-wise. Uh, that I mean, Simon Gotts spot. Oh, uh, yeah, no, totally. Definitely had no, probably had no business, you know, re- you know, wrestling, especially at the level that he was, um, for sure. But, uh, bro, they were over. They were so over. Go back and watch those old takeovers, man. Oh, dude. It gives you chills. And you're like, man, what happened to those guys? Oh, yeah. They got too big for their own britches and they got released. Yeah. Just sucks. But all hey, that aside. Side note. Side note. Did you know that uh, William Morrissey or W, whatever his name is, Morrissey. he's dating one of DDP's daughters? Really? Yeah, interesting. Heard it on the podcast. Yeah. Is it true that Ethan Page is like his nephew or something? Did I read that right? I don't know. I didn't. I don't know about that one. Like I, I saw it in like a in like a vlog from it was like a a Danhausen vlog or something. I don't know. Maybe it was just a joke. Yeah. I don't, know. don't ever trust Danhausen. <laughs> right. Never trust. <laughs> Dan has it. That's a rule. <laughs> um, but Wardlow goes over here, of course. And uh then he takes out like 30 security guys. That was awesome. You know, he finally just decides to fight through all of them like a like an action hero type deal. And uh and then I mean, what did you think of this next thing? You know, MJF gets on the mic. And says they'll give him a match, but there's a couple stipulations, and he'll tell him that next week during a contract signing. Is yeah. this fine and, for how they get to this Long match? Island? Right in Long Island. Do you think this is a fine like means to an end to get to the match, or because me do personally, you the last time, what? Wait, go ahead. What do you? What you personally? What? Well, no, I mean just me personally. I was I was just expecting something a little bit more creative i guess to to get to the match but you know he just agrees to it seems like it was kind of too easy you know what i mean i don't know it's weird well next week we'll find out how it's not going to be easy you know what i mean okay but right uh, right. well yeah of course they'll do that in the match have you seen mjf do this before with the stipulations thing yeah well right Remember that with Cody? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, same thing. Same thing. It's a repeated storyline. Well, there you go. Remember the remember the lashes? Right. Yeah, that all ended the with lashes. the with the lashes. Yep. Huh. Well, you know, yep. Wardlow is, you know. Seems like he's getting over. He got one of the better responses of the night, and this crowd was weird most of the night, I thought. Yeah. So there we go. Big contract signing next week. We'll, you know, we'll see what exactly specifically he throws into these uh into these deals. Um Hangman. Hangman is back. Yeah. He survived COVID and 
he cuts COVID. he cuts almost like a heel promo on punk and you know i was i wrote down like oh well, is, is you know is hangman going heel and i'm like no he can do like a heelish thing here without going full-blown heel right i mean i guess that's the idea he's just not a cm punk fan you know he's not a mark for cm punk like mjf was that's all he really did He's like, you know, it'd be Fair easy enough. for me to come out and be a CM Punk mark, pretty much. He didn't okay. say that, but that's right. what I think. He's like, I'm just going to destroy CM Punk. I don't care about him, you know? He well, right. my idol. But, you know, he 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 had to bring the fans into it, though. That's the whole, yeah. you know, he brought the fans into it and, you know, insulted a few of the fans. And that's what got me thinking, like, Oh, you know, is this going to be like a long-term thing or is this like just for this match, you know? Because like technically, I mean, you could argue that Hangman is, you know, the, you know, the, there's a little bit of stuff's been a little bit stale. Not going to lie. You know, love the guy, but it's been kind of getting stale. So maybe this, you know, I, I actually hope it goes into a full-blown heel turn personally but i don't know that that's what they're doing if that makes any sense a heel hangman yeah for sure all right brushing it up a little bit uh but yeah i can dig a heel hangman this they do a backstage promo with uh with jay lethal and and dot and uh and the big guy they mentioned that Rampage was on at 5.30 Eastern. Was that right? Or was that a Jay Lethal flub? Because that would mean that it would no, be 2.30 here Pacific. on the West Coast. Yeah. No, I think it's 5.30 Pacific. Okay. That was just weird. Um, and was it just me or did this arena look kind of Bush League? It looked weird. It, it almost it reminded small. me of like a, like a, um, remember the first couple of thunders? I think that, I think it may, well, they were in Baltimore. So I think that that's no wait. The Hera arena is in Dayton, Ohio, I think. So they're in Baltimore. I wonder if that's like, uh, where they did like bash 89 and like stuff like that. I don't know. It did look, well, maybe it's just lit. It was weird. Well, I mean, they're going to light it up bright because you don't want the, the dim look, you know. But the bright yeah. lighting accentuated the fact that it was small. It was maybe like a three, 4,000 seat arena. It was probably yeah. like a, a college basketball team arena or something like, you know what I mean? Um, that's usually about the size of like, you know, like a college smaller than the Ducks. You know what I mean? You've been in that night before, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, And that's like what? That's like 6 or 7K, I think. Or it's yeah. like 7 or 8K, I think, can get into that place. And it was smaller I've than that. I've been there for house shows. Right, okay. I, well, I've, I've been to a few wrestling shows there. And, uh, I've been hey, to we, were there at the there. Ha- we were at the same house show there. Remember that? Which, Weren't we there at the same house show? We, we may have been. Which year? 
I usually like, like almost every time they've been to Eugene, I've went because it's like yeah. It's too close to not go as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's no excuse. I think I think we were at the same house show and then like we just couldn't meet up. I think you left a, a little early or something okay. like that. I, I don't know. The only time I ever you know I've I've I try to go to everyone that's in Eugene. A couple times I've missed them because I went to raw instead like the next day or whatever because it's like you oh, know, yeah. on the way through in portland right yeah but some years like the last year you know before covid hit back in 2020 i got to actually hit both and that was like the most amazing trip well no wait it wasn't uh it wasn't even raw it was the it was the nx it was the takeover uh, there was a house yeah. show in Eugene on Saturday night. And then after it was, you know, then we just drove to Portland and, you know, got a room and, and then went to take over the next day in Portland. It was sick. Yeah. And then the world shut down. Mm. And I haven't been, I haven't been stepped inside a wrestling arena since not even locally as you, as you know. So, as as I know, as you know, but uh, anyway, yeah, that was my whole thing about the arena, um, Jericho segment. Next, uh, now I had a question for you here. If Jericho's going to be an effective heel, don't you think he should lose Judas? I mean, I don't want him to. But you can't um, be having, you know, you can't be having everyone sing along to your song when you're the bad guy. You know what I mean? Or is it just me? He's a, no, he's uh, he explained this on a podcast I heard actually one time. Okay, he said something about uh, he's all about sports entertainment. So he said, "Sing along is sports entertainment." And I was like, "Yeah, okay, that's a kind of a weird way to explain it, but okay, sure." But I agree. I don't think you should have uh, sing-along music. From a fundamental a standpoint, right? I mean, it's just kind yeah. of... But we yeah, get, fan uh, interaction's not good. We get uh, the Jericho match against... Uh, it was Ortiz, right? Or was it no, Santana? Yeah. No, it was Ortiz. Oh, Santana. Oh, nope, Santana. Santana. Oh, and let's not skip that Jericho's a wizard now. Jericho is a wizard. Explain yeah. this to me. I, I must have been distracted. Uh, he said uh, the wizard Jericho. That's his name now. Oh, that's how he announced him? Yeah, the wizard. Weird. Okay. <laughs> well, and, I guess... and Ex Excalibur, uh, who was it? I think Tony Schiavone said that's what we're calling him. <laughs> and Excalibur's like... <laughs> Excalibur's like, oh, it's something that happened on Friday. Just go with it. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. They're, they're huh. like, okay, he's he's the wizard. I'm like, wow, okay. Well, the wizard so. Chris Jericho uh, gets Santana. <laughs> and uh, these dudes, you know, this, of course, ends in a freaking, uh, you know, schmoz with the, with the jazz running in everywhere so 
I did have a quick note. Uh, on the bottom thing, you know how it tells you dark results and dark elevation results? Yeah, the little ticker. I missed that this week, but yeah, I know what yeah. you're talking about. Cheeseburger was on dark elevation. I heard about that, yeah. People are petitioning for Cheeseburger to get an actual contract, so... I love cheeseburger to be all elite. I love cheeseburger, dude. Well, they've got he's that. Cool. They've got the ROH tie, right? So he's isn't he one of their guys? So yeah, there you go. Yeah, uh, I love cheeseburgers and I love cheeseburger. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next, we get a backstage deal with the acclaimed and Gun Club. Are they joining up? What was the What was the point of all this? I did not get the scissors. Oh reference there's they're scissor friends i guess okay I so they're like frenemies is that what that's I, supposed I, to mean i really don't know i know the acclaimed do this thing together uh because they go the acclaimed have arrived and then they do this and then the gun club bought them scissors so now they're scissor buddies i don't understand that passed me well, also, did you see Santana's back rolling cutter that he did? If you missed that, you need to go check it out again because he did a back rolling cutter that was just beautiful. And Jericho took it great, huh? Yeah, it was on Jericho. Yeah, it was nice. Okay. Yeah, and a, a nice, a nice two, nice two to be. I mean, uh, Full disclosure, I was actually in the bathroom for a, a good portion of this match. So, right, full disclosure. If I'm gonna, if Jericho be, won with the Judas effect. If you I'm going to be honest. And by the time I came out, it was a schmuck. You know what I mean? Everyone had, had hit the ring. Yeah. So I'm like, well, that's just well, what I'm going to write down is that it ended. <laughs> that's how no. it ended. Ortiz was laying people out with Floyd on the outside, and Santana was distracted. Referee was distracted. Jericho wins with a low blow and the Jewish effect. Okay. There was a, a an actual finish, kind of. <laughs> well, I mean, a finish is a finish, you know what I mean? They could have finish either done one finish. or not do one and still had the run in. Either way. Uh, speaking of non-finishes or just kind of like segments... We get this deal with the Varsity Blondes. Pillman Jr. gives a shout out to John Harbaugh, which was neat. His daddy's best friend. And uh, so they call out the House of Black. And I didn't know that, like, the whole thing with Julia Hart was tied to them. Like, no one had explained that to me. The last few times I had seen them on Dynamite, literally, yeah, a she, would just, ago. she would just be sitting there, and I'd be like, dude, what's the deal with, like, why is she sitting there, and why are they not mentioning why she's sitting there? So I had no idea until tonight that this, that that was what was going on. Yeah, he spit in her face a couple months ago. Okay. <laughs> spit the goo. I see. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, it's 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 ran its course. It really has. Like if she would have if she would have hit him with the chair tonight, that would have like really sparked me. But 
Since she didn't, no, it's Rant's course. It's over. Well, he goes to I'm like grab it. her to like force her to do the chair shot, and she's like laughing. She's like corpsing during yeah. this whole thing. And I'm like, yeah. what is going? And then like she doesn't end up doing it, obviously. But, um, yeah, no, this was totally like, and go and another thing, going back to the crowd. You know, when they when they introduced, you know, when he did the plug for Harbaugh, they barely the crowd barely even freaking cared then. It was their hometown NFL coach, man, and they you know, they gave him like a, a lukewarm pop. It wasn't a, he didn't get no road warrior pop. Oh no. That's for damn sure. <laughs> but, uh, uh, they deserve a road warrior pop. House of Black, you know, they take everyone out. Everyone gets saved by uh, the Death Triangle. And that leads into our next match, which was Ray Phoenix and Dante Martin. Wakes the crowd back up and saves the day, Vito. Am I right or am oh, I right? Oh, man, they were hot for this. <laughs> oh, man, the crowd was hot for this. This was great. Um, um Yeah. I think the best spot of this, I wrote it down. Here it is. What was it? Ray Phoenix did an inverted Spanish fly off the middle rope. That was sick. And yeah. then they did the um they did the other spot later where they uh where they both landed on their feet. What? Forty minute time limit, dude. This meeting will end in ten minutes. Kiss my ass. I didn't know uh I didn't know I had to upgrade to Pro Zoom. What the hell? What's the deal with this? Stupid. Right, we can get through it. Yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll burn through it. But this match was awesome. This was worth the the price of admission here. Oh um, yeah. If you're going to watch anything from this show, this is this is what I would recommend. Even though they did a lot of the stuff that's like, you know, the the whole like obvious like cooperating thing but i think that's the best part about AEW. i don't hate it at all jim Cornette hates it but i love it you know i can't it's one of those things that like i could take myself out of the moment like most of the time and just like it's fine it's whatever especially like in this style of match because it's like you know what else are you gonna do you know but it really, I don't know. It bugs me more when guys like FTR and stuff like that do it. You know what I mean? That like don't need to do, it's like not their thing to do these kind of spots. You know, it's not like a Lucha match or whatever. Mm-hmm. They did they did a couple spots like that with each other in their match a, a couple weeks ago where they were trying to do the, the Bret Hart razor like thing off the ropes, you know, where uh, he back body drops him off the ropes, but then uh, Brett turns it into a cross body. Mm-hmm. And when they were just setting that up, it just looked so, you know, it looked unnatural. It, it's fine. If like, if you're going to do it, do it smooth. You know what I mean? If it take, you know, I don't have a problem with them doing it. Just make it look good. The longer yeah. you stand there and like grope each other, 
like okay we're about to you ready we're gonna jump right now you know the law i mean there's an art to it man that's all i'm saying there is there I'm not, is i'm not saying that it's bad or, or good i'm just saying that sometimes it takes me out but this was you know best match of the night um and it was i thought it was cool that they actually did stuff during the cut-in because uh, usually it's just like rest holds and and you know shit like that uh, during the during the little cutover deal, but um, you know when they do the picture in picture. Yeah, no, yeah. that was entertaining. They actually did the, the dive spot during the during the picture in picture. Um, so yeah, Phoenix goes over. Uh, they announced the the Owen tournament uh matches and we yeah. find out we're gonna get Jeff versus Darby next week. That's a pay-per-view match right Which, there. Right? Yeah. So we'll see what happens, dude. Like I think in this kind of match they can do some smoke and mirrors to uh to make Jeff look a little bit better than he would oh, in a Darby match with, Bo- with Bobby Fish. Right. Just was yeah. a bad pairing with Fish, I think. Just you know, Fish was just trying to do too much, and it, it tired tired Jeff out. I think so. I think we get a much better solo Jeff Hardy match uh, with Darby next week. I'm looking forward to it. So then we also got Fenix and O'Reilly, and then Cole and Harwood. Right. And then Joe versus Joker card. Who's going to be the Joker card, dude? I wonder. You know what my guess is? I'll throw out my guess right now. Okay. Cesaro. I think he got it. That's my guess. If they're going to debut anybody, it should be be him, and it should be that. If they're not just going to use someone in. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Claudio. There you go. Claudio. All right. Or S C S R O or whatever he trademarked or whatever, right? I don't know. Um well, then we get the Thunder Rosa promo, Serena Deeb that builds up, makes the match official between them for the pay-per-view. It was, it was really awkward. Thunder Rosa just doesn't quite do it for me, man. I I mean, I think no, she's great. Thunder Rosa does it for me. Serena Deeb doesn't. <laughs> really? In the ring, she's great, but that the the end of that promo was uh, cringe for me. It was super awkward, yeah. No, I yeah. can see that. And the other thing for me is she's like freakishly skinny. It does kind Serena of Serena Deeb. It does kind of look methamphetamine. Yeah, that's kind of it's- it's hard for me to watch a Serena Deeb match because it's like, it's almost bones showing on her. It's rough. No, I don't want to body, uh, you know, body down a person or whatever. But yeah, no, I, I could see, you know, where she she, need, she needs to have a steak or two. All right. Yeah. I'm not trying to be mean, Serena. No. All right. No, it's just, just you know. it looks unhealthy, sweetheart. Let's see, maybe she's maybe she's vegan and you know i mean it's okay to to eat a little bit of meat serena really like it'll she be looks right. amazing like she's tough but so yeah i mean but i'm looking forward to the match i'm it's looking gonna forward be great. to the match 
Serena Deeb is an amazing wrestler. She, and she's built so many women up down there in the performance center when she was down there. And that tied into something else I wanted to ask you here real quick before we wrap this show up, Vito. Um, the Becky Lynch comments. Do you agree or disagree? What'd she say? There's a stuff going around on the internet. Well, I mean, she it was in an interview where she just basically talked down about the AEW women and just said, you know, it's not their fault. They're great, but they're not showcased like we are. And quite frankly, they're not as good as we are, is uh, oh, what she said. Wow. Yeah. I mean, do you agree or disagree? I mean, with the showcasing part, obviously we're, we can't sit here and say, oh, well, I agree or disagree with the, yeah. you know, they're not as good thing because that's just not really a, a classy thing to say. But do you think they're yeah, showcased as well as WWE women? I, I That's a whole nother podcast, right, my man? <laughs> like, I honestly don't think WWE showcases their women's guy. What are their matches? Three minutes long? Four minutes long? You know. I mean, I don't know. It's something. Do anyone showcase their women enough? Is that really up for debate? But I don't know. I think the AEW, when they have their women on there, I think their matches go a lot longer than WWE's women's matches, except for Jade's matches. Those True. are a little short. Yeah, she's a boss. I think I it's about. Jade. I think it's about equal. I don't see. I don't see the argument there. Um, then again, yeah. we're men, so who? What do we know, dude? I some sometimes I look forward to the to the girl stuff more quite frankly. I mean, especially nowadays, like, you know, at mania, man, uh, I was like, bro, Bianca, Becky's going to tear it up. And, you know, sure enough, I think that was one of the better matches the whole weekend. So, you know what I mean? It's just, it's just one of those things. Uh, but I was, I was interested to see your take on that. Uh, and of course, real quick here, we got about 90 seconds left. Vito, uh, Mercedes Martinez unifies, the Ring of Honor uh, women's titles and beats uh, Deanna Perrazzo. Yeah, just like so, them. That's your they dynamite. started at, at 10 minutes at the end of the show. So, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it's what it, you know, it's what it was. And there you go. Now you have uh, Mercedes as the ROH combined champion and. It's just weird, you know, having the the Ring of Honor match headline the show, but hey, you know, what can you? It was a good show. It was decent. You want to give it a star rating out of five? I'll give it a. Let's see here. I'll give it a four. A four? Yeah. I think it was more middle of the road than that. I'll give it a two point five. But we grade on a curve here at Pro Wrestling Planet. I want to thank you very much for joining us. You can check out Vito on Vito TV on YouTube.com. Pro Wrestling Planet on YouTube. Also follow and subscribe to the the podcast feed or wherever you're listening to it at. 